Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. New developments in condo collapse. The third largest building failure in the history of the United States. Deadly heat wave spreads out. Heat is a stress on the body. It's a stress on the mind. Will college athletes get a piece of the pie? We've worked so hard. We should be compensated. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. Day seven of search and rescue efforts are beginning at the site of the condo collapse in Surfside, Florida, after a 12th body was recovered last night. 149 people are still missing. A former building inspector who deemed the tower in very good shape three years ago has been put on leave from his current job. Correspondent Manuel Bajorquez spoke with an engineering expert. Alan Kilzheimer is a structural engineer hired by the town of Surfside to find out what went wrong. He has decades of experience investigating disasters like the 9-11 terrorist attack on the Pentagon. And he's looking at everything from witness interviews to reports of cracked concrete under the building. Could have been a number of things that alone wouldn't have caused the problem, but together with the trigger caused the problem. This is a puzzle, and we have to figure out how to put all the pieces together. It's not just the West Coast. It's the heat. Definitely the heat. I'm over it. (laughs) A new heat wave is sending temperatures to stifling highs in the Northeast. The humidity is expected to make it feel like 105 in Philadelphia today. Twelve deaths are now blamed on extreme weather in Oregon and Washington state. CBS's Lilia Luciano is in Seattle. Days of triple-digit temperatures have caused roads to crack and pavement to pop loose across the Pacific Northwest. The number of people trying to stay cool is also straining the power grid. In Spokane, Washington, where the temperature reached 109 degrees, a utility company warned of rolling blackouts due to the increased demand. It's already bad enough not having air conditioning, but to have no power at all. And the seat is dangerous. The highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus has now been identified in all 50 states. But people in several of them are still shying away from vaccinations. In Arkansas, fewer than 32 percent have gotten shots. Correspondent David Begno is in Little Rock with the story of a newborn whose mother didn't believe in getting vaccinated. It's a blessing that I'm still here. If it wasn't, you know, for these people, I wouldn't be. It's just a a miracle that she's home. We met Ashton Reed and her husband, Chase, inside the hospital where she almost died here in Little Rock. Just felt like there was something sitting on my chest. She started to lose oxygen and so did her unborn baby. Doctors did an emergency C-section to remove the child 10 weeks premature. 
Ultimately, they both survived. But now she and her husband are on a mission to educate both the COVID deniers and the anti-vaxxers. They're welcome to come talk to me and I will show them what COVID can really look like. Ashton wrote on Facebook that doctors told her husband she had a 40 to 50 percent chance of surviving. Ninety one percent of the active COVID cases in this state involve people who are not fully vaccinated. You know what Chase Reed did as his wife lay unconscious in this hospital? He went and he got vaccinated. The top U.S. general in Afghanistan is worried about a civil war after American troops complete their withdrawal this weekend. Yesterday, the House voted to make it easier to evacuate the Afghan interpreters who've been working with them. Correspondent Charlie Daggett spoke to one in Kabul. Omid Mahmoudi put his own life on the line to save the lives of American soldiers. They hugged me and they kissed me and they told me, from now you're my brother. Now his life is at risk again. We will be slaughtered by Taliban. Slaughtered by Taliban. Yes. Sir. While evacuation plans to a third country may still be uncertain, the Taliban death threats here are crystal clear. Yeah, I receive a lot of phone calls from them phone calls. And they told me we will find you and we will kill you. The Taliban have said interpreters will not be in danger as long as they show remorse for their treason against religion and country. The House has passed a bill to remove statues of Confederate leaders like John Calhoun and Jefferson Davis from the U.S. Capitol. Majority Whip James Clyburn among the 285 who voted in favor. What we should do today is relegate these statues to the dustbin of history. 67 Republicans backed the measure. Similar legislation failed last year before Joe Biden was elected and Democrats took control of the Senate. Lawmakers in the House vote today on creating a committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Democrat Hakeem Jeffries. We hope to be able to get to the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. What happened that fateful day, why it happened, and how do we prevent that type of violent assault from ever happening again. Committee members would be chosen by Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Minority Whip Steve Scalise says he has a problem with that. The Senate is taking the approach of having some of their standing committees look into it. Speaker Pelosi ought to be exercising that same ability, not going down a partisan route. Have you noticed prices creeping up at the pump? Correspondent Errol Barnett checks it out. A shortage of fuel truck drivers is causing delivery delays in places like Washington, Oregon, California, and Colorado out west to Iowa and Ohio. There is no gas shortage. Please don't (laughs) go panic shopping. Andrew Gross with AAA says panic buying that followed the Colonial Pipeline hack can easily be avoided. If you go to a gas station and their pumps are empty, which would be rare, but if they are, chances are the station across the street or down the road will have gas. This is very very, very spotty at most. Many drivers may still not like the prices they see at the pump, the highest since 2014, averaging $3.10 a gallon. The NCAA's Division I Board of Directors votes today on temporarily suspending amateurism rules to let college athletes make money from their names, images, and likenesses. CBS Sports Analyst Gary Parrish with a prediction. You're going to have quarterbacks and point guards and pitchers making thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Iowa point guard Jordan Bohannon is ready to launch a new clothing line this week. Once you understand the background of the whole industry of what the NCAA is and what they stand for, you truly realize how much money is out there and how much money is being closed behind doors and being taken away from these athletes. Ten states already allow it.
There's backlash over Venmo's announcement it's raising fees for some users. CNET's Ian Schur. The way this is all going to work is that when people send money, just like they do in PayPal, they can say whether it's for something personal or for a good or a service. And if it's personal, they won't get charged a fee. But if it's for a good or service, it will. And that is what's bothering side hustlers. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga have duetted plenty in the past, but this time will be different. And though I'm not a great romancer. They'll perform together live Friday on MTV's Unplugged stage for the first time since his family announced the 94-year-old crooner has Alzheimer's. He and his 35-year-old friend will sing songs from their brand-new Jazz Standards album before a fully vaccinated audience in New York. And that's the World News Roundup for Wednesday, June 30th. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.